before we get to today's guest, if you find marketing confusing and you aren't sure how to get more leads and clients online in a way that's aligned with your values, book a free call with me to talk over your best options for a heart-centered funnel. That will be at www.increaseyourimpact.life slash book a call. Now on to today's interview for another aspect of Heart Guided Business. All right. Hello, everybody. We are here today with one of my dear friends, Erin, and she has so much going on in her world all the time, a million ideas, and such good insight for us about how to make decisions in our business in a way that is aligned to our values and keeps things simple. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, it's so funny that you advertise that I'm one of your favorite people because you're one of my favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I never think like we met at a Facebook event and like, I never think yeah. of Facebook is a place to meet like actual people that you really connect with. But yeah. I mean, I guess there's people who meet their spouses on Facebook these days, but that just blows my mind. <laughs> Listen, you can meet people anywhere when it all comes down to it. Um, and I'm just so grateful that I met you and that you pulled me into your world. And I hope that you feel the same about me pulling into you into mine. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, coincidentally turns out that Erin lives really close to where I grew up. So we got to meet in person. And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a delight getting to know you. Thank you. Same, same here. <laughs> so we're talking to increase your impact today. Yes, there are so many different ways that we can increase our impact in the world and make a difference, lift people up. So yeah, today we're talking about um, how you can find your core values and how you can use those to help you in making the best decisions for your business and for your growth in general. I love it because you know that this is one of my all-time favorite topics. Um, <laughs> dude, I was gonna drop, I was gonna drop a link in the show um, in the comments, but, but I'm not able to. So um, just look up if if you know your core values because you have taken an assessment, then congratulations. Um, it is I the first know there was an assessment. I thought you were just supposed to like know, like no. I don't even know what the definition of a core value is. Okay, so um, your core values are the principles by which you um, hold tightly to every, like you tie everything around your core values. So for me, my core values, which I've always known are integrity, um, honesty, and fun. As long as something that I'm doing, you know, work-related, relationship, partnerships, um, decisions that I make are all um, with matching those three core values, then I know that I'm on the right path. Um, but it's not necessarily easy to find your core values and know that they are your values. Um, there's an institute out there called the VIA. Um, it is an, um, 
trying to think values in action. Um, they, they have an Institute where they come in and assess and survey your, um, how you feel about different in different situations and about different things. And then they report back to you on what your core values actually are. Um, so I was very happy to learn that my top three that I've always thought of where my core values absolutely are. It actually um, helps yeah, yeah, we could be telling ourselves one thing and then behaving in a different way. Yes, yes. Um, the other big word that came out, um, big principle that that is um, core to my fiber and fabric is trust. Um, everything that I do, I try to be as trustworthy as possible and as trusting in others um, and finding other people's values. Um, not their core values, but their value as in what they offer to the world. Mm -hmm. um, when identifying your core values and weaving it into everything you do in your business, it is um, remarkable how quickly and easily decisions can be made um, without question. You know, yes or no, it does this align with, let's say, um, respect, um, creativity, and I'm thinking of you, Carolyn. <laughs> what you think my core values are? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, technology wise, right? Like I think that those would probably be close to your core values or at least um, what I think of you when I, when I think about yours. If you align all of your decisions, which I think you have with your core values uh, in what you use, in who you partner with, in who your clients are, it makes it so much easier to, to get your work done um, and build out your team in exactly the right ways. Your team, your policies, procedures, etc. And you had an actual example to share with us, I believe, about how you made a difficult decision much more easily because of knowing those values. Oh, I love that Musab just like wiped Musab in. agrees with you. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I have had partnerships and relationships with, um, with organizations and individuals that I thought were aligning with my core values. And um, it was interesting to see as time moved on how each of these organizations, we'll just call it organizations, um, suddenly started to show, you know, as time goes on and you learn more about people in every relationship, um, you start seeing uh, how people operate and how businesses are founded on, on this foundation of their core values. Um, and there were two organizations in particular that I realized or learned um, didn't necessarily uh, reflect my core values. In fact, were um, adamantly against at least one of them. Mm. Yeah, which sucks because you never want to end a relationship with a professional, you know, with a professional association or affiliation. Yeah, um, you don't really want to like burn bridges. Right? But there are ways that you can step away from things um, being whole to the person who or organization that you are stepping away from 
and sticking to your core values. Um, so I've left uh, two organizations now in the last probably six weeks um, that were right in the moment. I always say there's a reason for everybody and there's a season for men. Um, so I had my seasons with uh, very valuable folks who um, unfortunately their core values were misaligned with mine. And do you but, think that was something that you didn't notice going into it or something that they didn't totally understand and have visible and you didn't uncover it until later? So that's a great question. When, when we don't start with our core values and identifying them, finding them, learning what they are and what they truly mean in, in you know, plain English, then it's really hard to convey what our core values are. So in both cases, I think that um, the core values were shared of integrity, honesty, and fun in different ways. Um, however, there were other values that, that ranked higher um, mm -hmm. and conflicted with mine. And that's only because um, neither organization had identified and woven through their core values in their own, you know, in their own instances. Yeah. So they probably didn't even realize some of those values that they're operating from because it, they hadn't explicitly explored what are our values and how are yes. we reflecting that in how we do business. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that reflecting your core values is the biggest component of um, being, being trustworthy, being liked, loved, you know, recommendable, et cetera. Um, it's incredibly important to, um, to act upon everything you do, knowing that it's at the root of your core values. And you named three values and you named three values for me. Is that kind of standard mm -hmm. that you would have three main values and there's others that rank kind of underneath that, but the three top ones are really the driving force? Yeah, I think it depends on, um, on who's doing the assessment because everybody has their own uh, particular way of sharing information and conveying it. I think in the VIA survey, it is, um, I think there are top five, okay. but in my corporate communications experience, everything was all in threes. Like mm. you tell them what they're gonna learn, you teach them, and then you repeat what you told them you, they were going to learn. Oh, it sounds like writing an essay for English class. Right? <laughs> yes. And every presentation that, that, you know, that's out there, the most successful ones have three main concepts, three mm -hmm. main calls to action. Um, you know, three is a, is a lovely number to keep things concise, succinct, and able to act upon quickly. Mm. But also still well-rounded. Yeah. More than just one, because one is quick to act on too. But um, yeah. But yeah, three has a nice like completion to it. Yes, almost circular. <laughs> I love that fun is one of yours. I can totally see that. I know somebody mm -hmm. else who definitely has fun as their core value. Her motto is if it isn't fun, it isn't worth doing. That's yes. 
So Kimberly Crow. That's yeah. awesome. She's got that that fun energy. And I know for sure that as much as I would love to be a fun person, it's not one of mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never been known to be the fun one. <laughs> right? Your values um, are very deep. There's a large depth and breadth to our, you know, anybody's values. Um, it doesn't end with the top three. It goes on. But what I found is... If, if we were just to take the top three or five, right? Um, and we align our, let's say that we're building an organization, our policies, procedures, compensation structure, hiring and firing, um, the technology we implement, the systems we use, how easy, they, for me, it's gotta be about ease and fun. Um, and when it comes down to paying people um, hiring and firing, et cetera, partnering with folks. I think that a lot of that has to come from, are they, are they aligned with my integrity? Um, will they be honest in their feedback? There's a lot to be said for having difficult conversations, um, that get you moving so much forward, you know, so much further forward. A lot of what I tell people I work with is be honest. <laughs> like I can take anything by this point in my career. You know, I've been in corporate for 28 years. Holy sh! I didn't mean to say that out loud. Um, but I've been in corporate for a really long time and I've experienced a hell of a lot of things that a lot of people, you know, most people haven't. And what I've come away with is battle wounds, calluses, um, real, that's where my insights that you mentioned earlier come from. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of experience, you know, sitting around the executive table, sitting around the table where the creativity happens, um, and then understanding how that can be translated to pretty much anything else, um, especially when it comes to business, which is business is my like top subject that that I love geeking out on. Yes. <laughs> Changing how we do business in business. Yes. And, yes. And, uh, yeah. And it's, it's a nice mirror to my changing how we do marketing and bringing some humanity and kindness into marketing. Yes, exactly. Yes. And I would say kindness is probably towards your top core values as well. Definitely. <laughs> so do you think that there are symptoms that we can notice that might hint that our actions or something our business is not aligning? Absolutely. If, if you're on the fence on making a decision that needs to be made quickly, then you haven't tapped into your core values. You haven't assessed whether this opportunity that you're making a decision about, opportunity, right? Um, is aligned like okay yes or no if yes points to my three main core values then that's the answer if no points to that then that's the answer um so decision making is definitely a symptom as in slow or lethargic decision making mm -hmm. um creativity innovation in your business um is a huge uh, harbinger for whether your core values are aligned. 
Um, create new things, you have to be checking against that and make sure that it actually is something that will be supported by the values that you're bringing into the world. Yes. I think a disconnect there, probably the whatever it is, is not going to sell very well if, uh, if there's a disconnect between what you created and what you believe in. Exactly. Exactly. So my experience has been in um, technology, hardware and software, um, retail and financial services. And in each of those cases, there's a trust factor that goes with um, the company the customer, its employees, and the rest of its stakeholders, shareholders, media, analysts, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, the, big, um, the big piece that I had to hold in communicating everything to our external or my external stakeholders was, um, does it align with the core values of the organization? And it's when, um, when either you don't identify your core values, you don't weave them into everything in your business, that communicating becomes difficult. Uh, being able to explain to people what's happening in your business in a very clear way so that people can decide whether to buy from you, to invest in you, um, to maybe buy more from you or work for you. If you're... Um, if you have aligned everything with those values that are most important to you, then it makes those decisions by others that much easier. That makes sense. You definitely see a lot of times in companies when they take a stand on something, um, it gets a big reaction and that's yeah. a good thing because you get people that are like, oh, we're going to boycott them now. And other people who are like, we got to buy more from them because they yeah. are values and we want to support that. Yeah, uh, definitely. I've seen it in many companies in all different sides of political spectrum. Yes. Being clear about what you value and what you support. Um, it gains you followers as much as it also, you know, the people that don't align with your values don't want to shop with you. And that's okay. Exactly. Not everybody's for everybody. Right. I think of two polar opposites. We have Penzi Spices, which is actually based here in Massachusetts. Uh, wait, I don't think it's based here. I've got a store a town away. <laughs> um, but Penzi Spices went on a big tirade um, after a certain election that they didn't agree with. Um, and then I think of Chick-fil-A and it's um, and their values and how they express them to the world. So both companies, polar opposites on the political spectrums, um, mm -hmm. garnered much more support from those who love them and love their values. And mm -hmm. those who didn't kind of like fell out. I was and thinking about Hobby Lobby and Girl Scouts. Same yes. thing. Hobby Lobby is very clear about their values and what mm -hmm. they support and we all get to make our decision about whether we're okay with that and whether that's what we want to support. Girl Scouts came out in favor, you know, in support of trans rights and yes. made that stand very clear. So again, people can make their decision if they want to do more to support that organization or to boycott them. And it, yes. um, it benefits them to be really clear because otherwise, like you said, it muddies the water if you're not clear about your values and where you stand. And then people are just kind of confused or they, they don't see how you stand apart from the competition. 
Yeah. So sometimes I think those values aren't even necessarily related to what you sell, but it's a part, it's a core part of the experience for that customer, even if it's not directly your product. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think of Dave's bread. Um, do you have Dave's bread down here? Yeah. The, the killer bread. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that stuff is so good. Well, and the story is so magical, you know, here he is rehabilitating, um, ex-convicts mm. and giving them a place in society. That's not, um, what has traditionally been available to ex-convicts and these people who have, who are working for Dave's bread get to move on and, um, create great things for society. Everybody has a second chance, right? That is really awesome. Yeah. Perfect example of how your values in your company isn't always necessarily about what you, what you sell. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's never about what you sell. Right. It's about how you operate, how you treat your people. You know, you and I talk a lot about people first. Mm -hmm. um, the human aspect is, is sometimes long forgotten um, in business and it, can't be because at the end of the day, it's people who are buying, people who are selling, people who are building and creating. Um, so yeah, I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> well, I guess that's our a shared value of ours because there are people out there who would say, you know, it's a numbers game. It's not yeah. about you know, learning individual people. It's how many people can you put through this funnel? How many yeah. units will you get? <laughs> I can't right? <laughs> and to us, you know, we want to do things differently, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily better. I think it's better because those are my values. But like, yes. if people want a more like clinical humanity removed marketing, okay, that's available right? too. You just go to somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, no. And by you creating the human aspect in your marketing or my marketing, you know, for kick-ass women, you have totally tied and enveloped um, all of my women and all of my audience in a way that um, that they feel warm and welcome. That's so important to me. Same. Yeah. Same. That's part of integrity for me you know, and fun. <laughs> Give others a bit of fun, make them feel amazing. And um, good things, good things always happen. Yeah, I think uh, you you really made me feel amazing from the first moment that I met you. Aww, I think Erin was able to see things in me that I didn't see in myself um see a spark of something greater that i could be doing so absolutely carolyn you have the world i think i told you this the very first day the world is your oyster sister like <laughs> you have so much ahead of you um and your your marketing the way that you treat your clients um the way that you go about teaching everybody how to do what it is you do so that they can replicate and, you know, repeat, rinse and repeat as often as possible is so helpful. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so
So what would be your number one tip for somebody who's like, I don't know what my core values are. You talked about a website, but you know, what is that next step after they've done the assessment, they've got their core values. What's that next thing to do? Um, take inventory of what it is that you're doing in, in your business and world and who you, who you surround yourself with. Do they align, you know, these actions, these activities, people, etc.? Um, is what you're doing aligning with your core values? And if not, is there a way that they can, you know, sometimes it's stepping out of something that is, um, very intense and limiting exposure or mitigating exposure to intensity. Sometimes it is cutting off, you know, walking walking away from the activity um, or organization. Um, and for me, honesty being one of my biggest core values, uh, I welcome the conversation and dialogue around how we can find middle ground. So I always encourage that. Wonderful. So where can people find you online if they want to connect with you? Sure. So it's empoweryouconsultinggroup.com. That's empower the letter U. I'm sorry. You're, it's a little bit cut off here, but you can see the uh, the empower you part at least. Yeah. And then consultinggroup.com. Um, you can also find us at Kickass Women, which is kcksswomen.com. Um, those are two of the places. I'm also on LinkedIn, Erin Luvian and on Facebook you, and anywhere you find me, check out my contact info and feel free to drop an email. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming and visiting with us today. Thank you, Carolyn. I so appreciate it. Is there anything else that you would like to say before we wrap up? Uh, definitely have a kick-ass week guys and um, have a blast in everything you do. <laughs> Fantastic. Ha, <laughs> ha,